girl, you've got questions. Questions about your body and how to feel good in it, about your hormones and how to keep them in check. Questions about your sex life and your whole health. Can you imagine having a best girlfriend who was also a triple board certified OBGYN? A girlfriend doctor you could call and ask or tell her anything. Someone who could show you how to live any stage of life before, during, or after menopause in a big, bold, and beautiful way. Well, friends, I'm your girlfriend doctor. I believe you were meant to flourish and shine, to embrace life and awaken to all its possibilities. Let's get there together. Welcome to our show. Welcome back to the Girlfriend Doctor Show. I'm Dr. Anna, and I am thrilled to talk with you about a really important topic that's on the minds of so many. Love, connection, romance, sex, excitement, you know, and all of this. And maybe maybe you're not feeling that. And I wanted to hit on this topic today. We heard from Laura Berman, and that was a fabulous episode. If you missed it, please go to my website at dranna.com on my show page and check out my discussion with Dr. Laura. That was a fascinating episode, and we've learned so much already. Well, this issue of sex drive and how it can relate to our hormones is an important topic and it's relevant to all of us even to understand those that we care about and especially in our romantic relationships. And as I was preparing for the show today, I'm getting ready, putting my makeup on in the back. I'm listening to my music and the song by Brad Paisley comes up and it's called Remind Me. And if you haven't listened to it, please go and listen to that song. But I want to read this one section of the lyrics to you. And it starts with, do you remember how it used to be? We turn out the lights and didn't just sleep. Remind me, baby, remind me. Oh, so on fire, so in love, that look in your eyes that I miss so much. Remind me, baby, remind me. I want to feel that way. Yeah, I want to hold you close. Oh, if you still love me, don't just assume I know. Oh, baby, remind me, remind me. Do you remember the way it felt? You mean back when we couldn't control ourselves. Remind me. I mean, it's a really powerful message. Like, where did those horm- where did that feeling go? And I have worked with so many clients too that had felt just like they were roommates and didn't feel that loving connection. And when we switch that to their boyfriend and girlfriend again, I I love that. I love reigniting that passion. So as you know, I'm in my hot seat, so I always take a question from our audience and. We have a question today that was submitted by Catherine from our Girlfriend Doctor Club. And let's go to that question right now. Hi, Dr. Anna, my name is Catherine, and I have a question for you. What can I do to increase my sex drive? I know I'm not the only one that has this problem because a lot of my married friends complain about having to have sex as well. I want to want sex again. Please help me. 
Now that may be a question that many of you are thinking, and it's really a great question. So today we're gonna dig in with my dear girlfriend and expert in this area in bioidentical hormones and, and internal medicine. Actually, she is triple boarded in internal medicine, in integrative medicine, and in anti-aging and regenerative medicine. And this is Dr. Angeli Aki. I've known her for over a decade. We're definitely girlfriends. We've lectured around the world together on different stages. Usually the topic is bioidentical hormones. She's also an expert in peptides and stem cells and, and just a long line of amazing accolades. She um, did her residency at Yale. She worked to create the, one of the first integrative medicine programs. And is you will see, she's just phenomenal and a great, great clinician, which means we really understand we want to customize the care for our patients. And we care so deeply about, about your outcome and doing it naturally. So join me right now on the couch with Dr. Anjali Aki. Well, welcome to my couch, Anjali. It is great to see you, girlfriend. I have missed hanging out with you. Same here, Dr. Anna, and I'm so glad that you've invited me back to your couch. Thank you so much. <laughs> you are very welcome. And I know you're on vacation right now in South Florida. And um, I'm, I'm, again, just thrilled to have you here to talk about this really important topic about libido and really the connection between our libido and our hormones. There's that really big connection. So we're going to hit on that topic. But before we do, let's talk about this whole concept of bioidentical hormones versus synthetic hormones and and how you've seen the difference pros and cons in in your practice too yes yeah, so like you I believe I only prescribe bioidentical hormones which are hormones already known to the human body and uh, it really does make a huge difference uh, to the patients especially the hormone called progesterone using bioidentical progesterone and you know, there are animal studies that say that bioidentical progesterone both versus synthetic progestins actually do make a difference in the body. For example, there was an animal study that said if you injected intravenous bioidentical progesterone in a stroke model of a, of a rodent, you actually caused dilation of the arteries and it helped to, to manage the stroke. And if you did the synthetic version, it would actually cause constriction and uh, therefore, less perfusion or less blood flow to the stroke area and worse outcomes. So they are biologically different, different chemicals and with biologically different activities in the body. So using hormones or these chemicals already known to the body really does make a huge difference in women, but also at a cellular and tissue level. Yeah, absolutely. Different function, right? Using synthetic versus bioidentical. And we're already familiar with bioidentical hormones that are standard of care for diabetes, like insulin and thyroid, like, you know, medicines. Our bioidentical hormones work optimally. And so the same with women. And we're talking about bioidentical hormones. We're referring to also in our reproductive hormones, such as progesterone. As you mentioned, we call that the mother hormone, progest, which means pro-life. It is our pro life hormone. It is the hormone that essentially um, conditions the uterus to support a pregnancy and very dominant in pregnancy. And so a beautiful hormone. Plus it gives us the good pregnancy hair and pregnancy skin makes us look younger, all that good stuff, that pro-life progesterone hormone. And then we have estrogen, 
DHEA as a pro-hormone, testosterone. These are other hormones that we often use when we're using bioidentical hormones. And there are some prescription bioidentical hormones that your physician can write and also customization through compounding bioidentical hormones. Will you talk about how you use that? So it's just like shopping for a dress. If you needed a dress uh, for the prom or something, you could go to Ann Taylor and just say, okay, I'm a size eight and just take it off the shelf. And that would be like, if I wrote a prescription for a prescription for estradiol patch called Bivel, for example, and Prometrium, which is bioidentical progesterone and peanut oil, it may be okay, it may not be okay for you. It's not customized such as a tailor would actually fit it just right to you. And that's how I describe uh, what I prescribe for bioidentical hormones through a compounding pharmacy. I love that analogy. I love the analogy off the shelf versus or off the rack versus tailor-made. And I think that really makes a big difference. And I agree with you. It's the part of the practice of the art of medicine. And of course, there's a lot we can do naturally. The difference between bioidentical hormones and synthetic hormones is really astounding when we're using it in clinical practice and changing patients from a synthetic formulation to a bioidentical custom formulation. That fine tuning is really beautiful. And plus, you mentioned progesterone at the beginning. And as a, as a gynecologist, so certainly in medicine, we were told, well, if you don't have a uterus, you don't need progesterone. But that is one of the biggest fallacies in, in medicine right now, because progesterone doesn't just help the uterus. We know we have progesterone receptors in the bone, in the brain, in the fascia. And whether we have a uterus or not, progesterone is, is game-changing. And I've used it in so many patients that came in and complained. Dr. Anna, they would say, I have no sex drive. I have mood swings. I feel like they're, I'm living in a fog. And then when I put them, and they may have had a hysterectomy 10, 15 years earlier. And so I put them on bioidentical progesterone and they always tell me, I feel like a fog has lifted. Hallelujah. And do you hear the same thing? Absolutely. And that's a situation where I actually get flowers from their husbands because <laughs> what you're describing is a very common condition, especially after 35 in America, it's called estrogen dominance, especially if you've had a uter uterus removed and nobody gave you progesterone. I consider progesterone God's value to women. Uh, it calms us down in our brain. It helps us to sleep. It, help us be, it helps us to be relaxed. In fact, if you look at the normal menstrual cycle, it actually peaks in the middle of luteal phase, which is when we are the most the most uh, reproductive. So that's like and our so third week to fourth week after our period starts. After yes. the first day of bleeding, the luteal phase is day, typically after ovulation, day 14 to 28 on average. And it's so amazing how that works in terms of the survival of the species because when we're calm as women, it helps us to be attractive to our husbands, I think. And so to me, I tell my patients, there's nothing more repelling to a man than an anxious woman. And it really does um, help us to calm down when we're most reproductive. And if we were to have coitus at that time. To have sex like, during that time to translate. That time, um, then the progesterone will sustain because it's the hormone of life sustain the uterus so that you can have a successful pregnancy. Isn't that beautiful? I love how that works. 
It's beautiful. Now look at menopause and postmenopause. We still use progesterone for all its additional benefits as well. That, you know, this is a hormone at the top of the, you know, really top of the pyramid. And our other hormones are derived from this very, very important hormone. In our mid to late 30s, we start losing this progesterone, add in stress, and boom, out the door it goes. So we feel more PMS, feel more irritability, feel more mood swings, feel more brain fog. And, and that's where it becomes really important to, I'm going to quote you, Dr. Anjali, um, fine-tune our hormones. Dr. Anjali's book, Fine-Tune Our Hormone Symphony. And this is a really important aspect of balancing our hormones so that we have a healthy, you know, a healthy sex drive and a healthy rest of our lives. Yeah. And I, that's a great point, especially after 35, as the part of the ovary that makes the progesterone is getting older, so it's making less progesterone. In addition, a lot of women are gaining some weight or they're still dealing, still eating things that are estrogen-like or drinking out of plastic water bottles, so they end up being estrogen dominant. So just after 35 and in the perimenopausal transition, really important to make sure the estrogen to progesterone balance is good. And the other thing you bring up about stress and PMS and premenstrual dysphoric disorder is that uh, what I like to teach as progesterone as kind of a, a, a precursor hormone is that survival trumps reproduction every time. So if you have a rough marriage or a rough job and or a rough marriage and, and not a peaceful home life, for example, which many working women, you know, working women have a lot of roles and it's rare that they slow down, but especially after 35, it can be really rough on the hormones because many women are in survival mode. And so what happens is that progesterone as the backbone to the other hormones gets stolen to make the survival hormone called cortisol because survival trumps reproduction. And when you're in survival mode, of course you don't wanna have sex because you are in survival mode. Why would you wanna procreate if you just look at it logically, if your body is just trying to live? How could you possibly sustain another life in you? Right, right. Absolutely true. And that's where also that stress, that cortisol, oxytocin, connection, disconnection, you don't feel connected either. So balancing your hormones and doing it naturally as possible. And we will talk about a few things, but like stress management, getting a good night's sleep, drinking plenty of water, eating keto green. I supplement with Mighty Maca, and that's one of our big supplements to naturally increase DHEA, one of our other pro-hormones, and progesterone. And we've seen that occur. And, and Dr. Aki, you have have been using Mighty Maca and recommending that in your practice for a, a decade, maybe? <laughs> for a decade. Mighty Maca works great. It increases DHEA, as you said. It helps women get more lean muscle. The quercetin, especially now in the middle of this COVID-19 pandemic, is a reason why to take uh, Mighty Maca anyway. So there's really no downside be behind that awesome formulation, Mighty Maca. Take one scoop twice a day. It's what I recommend my patients, but also your other wonderful product, Topical Jolva, Topical DHEA cream down below is fantastic. I have had so many testimonials in women um, who have actually reversed their mild incontinence, their dryness that would have them hurt to have sex, the medical terms, dyspareunia. That product is a game changer in most perimenopausal and menopausal women. So thank you for that. I know that you asked us to be in the clinical trials for that, but so way back four or five years ago, I knew that was gonna be a home run and it has since 
proven to be a home run for you, right? Yes. Oh my goodness. We get so many beautiful testimonials. We have thousands on our website and, um, and just love it. We'll provide links for all you guys below in the show notes at dranna.com. But I want to talk with you more, Anjali, too, about the next really important hormone that we associate a lot with sex drive, and that is testosterone. Testosterone. Testosterone for women, right? Let's talk a little bit about that. I think it's the forgotten hormone for women because what I teach in, in my patient population, I say at 30, about 35, progesterone goes down, and we've already reviewed that. About 40, women start saying, oh my gosh, I'm working out just the same and I'm losing my muscle mass. Or they'll say, my husband looks to me more like my brother. I don't want to have sex. Or they don't- They feel more like roommates, right? Roommates versus lovers, right? Right, exactly. And that's the the lower testosterone. Or they'll say like my high powered women, and I have a lot of those, like the lawyers, the trial lawyers, or the business owners, Dr. Drake, I can't, I can't make a decision. This is so not like me. And so that's the effect of testosterone. It helps us go. It helps us have lean muscle. It helps us make decisions and uh, helps us to have a sex drive. And so when it declines, you're experiencing all of that. But I do believe that, uh, as you mentioned, I wrote the book, Fine Tune Your Hormone Symphony. You have to balance the testosterone with the other hormones. You can't just say, let's just increase your testosterone this high with a pellet, for example, because what happens is that it'll disrupt the entire hormone symphony so that many of the patients I receive who have received pellets elsewhere look like polycystic ovarian syndrome. They look insulin resistant. And well, uh, explain they- what that looks like for a second. So they're presenting how, because there is like healthy, you know, physiologic levels, and then there's, you know, way too high. So So polycystic ovarian syndrome or insulin resistance looks like you could have acne, you could have dark hairs, you can have um, irregular messed up periods, you can have waist gain like apple shaped and irritability. And that is when that part of the hormone symphony, uh, when there's someone's giving them too much testosterone. And there is a trend actually to do that in some places here in the United States. Yeah. So, and physiology affects our behavior, too much testosterone, novelty seeking behaviors, right? For that dopamine rush, that could mean um, daredevil, that could mean irritability, anger, that could mean affairs, right? So we really want to keep that physiology balanced. And whenever, especially when we're driving our hormones um, in any way, whether it's what our body's naturally doing or it's what we're supplementing with, we want to keep that in mind. We want healthy, optimal levels for where we're at. And um, and I appreciate you talking about this because we can have super, we can have really high doses of testosterone and still have no libido, right? Absolutely. And it just goes down to the many principles in most Human physiology, physiology involves the Goldilocks principle, not too much, not too little, just right. And that's why it's really important to have someone who knows bioidentical hormone replacement therapy and not just following a formula. And why do you think there are such low levels of testosterone right now in our population, both men and women? Besides the natural decline as we get older, there's that, but we're seeing it younger. Yeah, I think our exposome, our net effect of all these toxins in our environment is actually hurting our reproductive organs. Definitely proven in sperm counts in men, for example. Uh, but I think that uh, if you just if you just try to eat really clean, 
Um, if you read labels on boxes and make sure you're not putting anything in your mouth that you can't pronounce or spell and, and just try to eat the way we used to eat back in Laura Ingalls time. I think that basic well, the house on the prairie is what you're little saying, house, right? Yeah, <laughs> if you can fish it, hunt, hunt it, milk it, grow it, then for the most part, you can eat it. Pick it, peel it, fish it, hunt it, milk it, grow it, then for the most part, you can eat it. Keto green, right? Keto green, keto green. Going back to the basics, exactly. You know, I, I've been, I've been happy to teach keto green um, with with your guidance in my own patient population with wonderful success in detoxification. Keto green plus mighty maca. Uh, it's a home run. Changing. Cleaning people's up, people's um, exposome up, detoxification. And, and we see like the natural ways to improve our sex drive and libido. So when you're writing your prescription, you're prescribing by like, and for our audience, if you're going to work with biogenical hormones, work with someone like Dr. Angela Aki really has training in, in customizing and fine tuning your hormones and also look at what we can do naturally. There's so much we can do naturally to naturally boost our hormones in and of itself, right? Which is even more important than this, you know, than using bioidentical hormones. So do you want to talk about some of those natural things? And I wish I could keep you on the couch forever. I wanted to just share with you a trick I've developed to differentiate low sex drive secondary to too much stress or survival mode versus low sex drive secondary to a hormone imbalance. Do you want me to share it with you? It's worked really well for 20 years. Absolutely. So I, I have a classic, usually my classic patient is late 40s, a woman who says, um, you know, I just don't want sex, but my husband wants a lot of sex. What do I do? And, you know, you take a history and her kids are in middle school, high school. She runs her business. She doesn't, she, she rarely takes time for herself. So she's in, I think she's in survival mode, but yet I know her hormones are off. So I say, okay, you and your husband carve out a four day weekend. Go to Cedar Key, so which is really easy, close to my hometown. It's an hour away. Take a four-day weekend and just stop your internet, stop your phone, stop your job, and just spend time with each other. And just start cuddling on day one just to get the oxytocin and the cortisol down because, as you said, oxytocin combats cortisol. Sleep in, relax, eat super clean, enjoy each other's company, and just, uh, you know, just start connecting again and get away from your stress. And, and honestly, by Sunday evening, if you haven't had sex, um, then you know, come back and talk to me and I'll, I'll do the hormone, I'll balance your hormones. Because, and I said, make sure you take Monday morning off because usually Monday mornings is so stressful. Oh my gosh, I have to run the rat race again, get out of bed. So I said, Monday morning, you just relax and go home. And I'm telling you that little trick is really helpful for me to figure out if it's hormones or is it survival mode? I mean, it's a, and, and oftentimes it's a combination of both, but usually if they've had great sex by Sunday night, I know that's not going to be as hard for me to make things better. It's, it's stress management, uh, start doing yoga twice a day, pray the Holy Rosary 17 minutes twice a day, or do something to decrease your cortisol, exercise, get rid of the junk in your life. And honestly, the COVID-19 pandemic has been good for a lot of women because they've had to be benched at home and not doing all this travel and doing everything else so that they do have more time for this. So, I found that a lot actually in my women, uh, that it's given them permission to spend time with their family and relax at home working remotely. 
and feel again at home in our body. And I think you're right, that four-day window, it sometimes takes 72 hours just to like break that cycle. And so taking that four-day when you can, if not create it, and at least, you know, creating time on your weekends, creating time for extended foreplay, right? <laughs> extended foreplay. That's our natural, we were naturally designed to um, use foreplay to increase our hormones. And this is where patients would come in that was first very interesting. And they would say, Dr. Anna, you know, I, I never want to initiate sex, but I'm okay once I get started. Like once we get started, then I'm into it. And that's that normal decreasing cortisol, increasing oxytocin, dopamine. I mean, we're really igniting our, our sexual hormones at that point. It takes time to relax and get in that state, but that is critical to have that time. So that is great advice for all of us. Um, tell our audience, Dr. Aki, how people can get a hold of you and um, connect with you online and in your clinical practice there in Gainesville, Florida. So my clinical practice is in Gainesville, Florida. My main website is uh, mynfim.com. That's M-Y-N-F-I-M.com. Uh, mynfim.com if you'd like to make an appointment. Awesome. Well, thank you for all you do in your book. Fine Tune Your Hormone Symphony is available everywhere. Yeah. So Fine Tune Your Hormone Symphony is available as an audiobook on Audible and also on Amazon Kindle. It is a great book. It's definitely a great resource. And I've heard you teach on this subject. We've taught together really nationally and internationally. And so I want to thank you for being my girlfriend and thank you for being here on my couch virtually and taking time to teach this very important subject. Thank you. God bless you. I'll see you soon. Wow, girlfriends, what a great show. I mean, we've got in-depth information now to really feel stronger and more empowered. And let's figure out what's happening to our hormones. Is it stress? Is it busyness? Is it unable to be present in the moment and also to allow ourselves to feel love and express love. When we've got to get our hormones straight, you know, we really need to address this issue. Dr. Aki's book, Fine Tune Your Hormone Symphony, my book, The Hormone Fix, starting points, starting points. And you can share those with your physicians too. It's a great way to get started. Way back when I received, in 1999, I received a book from one of my patients, Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom by Dr. Christiane Northrop, and it opened my mind to another, another way of thinking. And also, this field of bioidentical hormone management is really important and how we can empower our body to do it naturally. The more we know about ourselves, the more we are empowered personally and naturally, and that makes a big difference. We are here working together and I'm here to help you along your journey so that we nourish ourselves, right? And we can shine glowing from the inside out and also to awaken awaken our, our body, our mind, our spirit, our energy, and to embrace. Embrace love and embrace those we love. And that includes self-love. So I'm here with you and I look forward to hearing more of your questions and your feedback. Don't forget to like and share. That's really important as we're a new show and we've got a lot going on and uh, getting the word out is really important. Thank you for being here with me on the Girlfriend Doctor Show and don't forget to check out sexualcpr.com. All right, till next time. Thank you for watching this video. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel here and get those notifications and comment below. Let me know your thoughts, what you loved and what your action step is.